You're listening to Star Wars The Saga Continues. Your hosts, Kyle Avery and Tim Jirasi, are scouring the Holonet for news and bringing you all of the latest updates on the future of the Star Wars universe. And the future is bright indeed, so we invite you to join us on this exciting journey as the saga continues. Always in motion is the future. This is just the beginning. You'll find I'm full of surprises. It's not over yet. No. There is another. Hello, Star Wars fans, and welcome back once again to Star Wars The Saga Continues. I'm your host, Kyle, and on the other side of the mic, I've got my co-host, Tim. How's it going, Tim? Hey, Kyle. Doing good. Good to be back recording another episode. Just wish that there was something big that we could talk about. It's been pretty slow, hasn't it? Yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot of news lately. Um, You know, we just thought we'd get back together and do another episode just to get something out there for you guys and have something to talk about. But, uh, oh, that's right. We finally have a director for Star Wars Episode Seven. That's, that's right. some pretty big news, don't you think? <laughs> I guess just a little bit. It's just a little. Yeah. <laughs> no, yep. J.J. Abrams, the uh, big announcement finally came out from Lucasfilm confirming it that he will be the man directing Star Wars Episode Seven. Yeah, I mean, how awesome was that when it became official? I mean, there was rumblings the day before, I believe, on Thursday. And for me, I was kind of like, That'd be cool, but we've heard this before with some other directors. I mean, it's not official till we see it on StarWars.com or Lucasfilm or Disney issues a statement. And then on Friday night when it became official, it just got super excited. I mean, just the fact knowing that Episode 7 has a director. just It's a moving along, and we're just getting that much closer to the movie becoming a reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's exciting. And um, like you said, it first was reported on Thursday by the com and a couple other websites. I think Hollywood Reporter and Variety or some websites like that. Yeah. But um, like you said, it was kind of going around all day and we didn't hear an official gay or nay from Lucasfilm and everybody was just kind of speculating about it on Facebook and Twitter and everything. But then Friday night, we got the big announcement from Lucasfilm with the official press release and everything. Um, you know, Kathleen Kennedy was talking about it, George Lucas talking about it, and J.J. Abrams himself. So there we go. Now we have it. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised a little bit of how late it, the news broke. I think it was like 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which, I mean, if you're on like the East Coast, it's like midnight over there. I wonder how many people found out the next day in the morning. Because when it got that late, I was kind of expecting, yeah, we probably won't hear anything over the weekend, maybe on Monday if it is becoming official, but... I was glad they did report it as soon as it became official because it just closed the end of a, of a a good way to close the day, I would say, and start the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, gives us something to come on here and talk about and have some big news to get excited about. I think what it probably was is just that, uh, you know, they were probably in negotiations about the contract and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And somebody probably found out about it and knew that it was close to being done and probably was going to happen. And so they reported that on Thursday and just said, you know, J.J. Abrams is directing the movie and Lucasfilm didn't want to say anything about it until it became official and maybe, you know, late Friday afternoon or something, it actually became official and they figured rather than wait till Saturday or wait till the beginning of next week that they would just make it official right away and tell everybody as soon as they finish the deal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as far as uh, 
when you first heard like the rumors going on on Thursday when it was J.J. Abrams? Did it kind of give you a feeling like, well, he's already denied it already, so I'm not sure how much truth is into this. But then later on, when no one's denying it, like the day later on that on Friday, we still haven't heard like a denial or a confirmation. That's when it started like forming in my head anyway. You know, this this actually probably is going to happen because we've heard with a few other directors who've been named that like a few hours later or even as late as the next day, they denied it, saying, no, it's not true. I'm not involved in it in any way. But then I don't know if that was for how it was for you where you were skeptical at first, but then as more time gone on without it getting denied, it started becoming more likely that it is going to be true. Yeah, you know, I don't even know if I was that skeptical about it at first. I just kind of, I mean, I was a little bit hesitant because of that, because like you said, J.J. Abrams had already denied it. Um, yeah. He had said, I'm not going to direct Star Wars Episode Seven. You know, I love Star Wars and I can't wait to go see the new one as a fan, but I don't want to be the one with all that responsibility of making a new one. But um, I don't know when the report came out, there was just something about it that seemed legit to me. It wasn't like, oh, so-and-so is reporting this or there's rumors going around about this. It was a lot of reputable websites saying for sure J.J. Abrams is directing this. And so I still wasn't 100% buying into it until we heard official confirmation from Lucasfilm. And because, like you said, he had already denied it. And so I was maybe a little bit skeptical because of that. But at the same time, like I said, I felt like there was maybe more truth to this than some of the other rumors we had heard. And so I was just kind of hanging on, waiting for official confirmation. But I was kind of getting my hopes up, and uh, I thought it seemed pretty legit. Yeah, and plus it goes uh, good with the time frame that um, the chairman of Disney said, I believe, last month in December, how he suspects January is when we'll get the official announcement of the director. In January, is coming to a close, and then this story breaks. So it did kind of play into what Lucasfilm and Disney were planning as far as announcement coming in January. So it worked out good with that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of interesting because I guess Disney and Lucasfilm kind of had us going a little bit when they made the first announcement um, that they, you know, just the big announcement of the deal and that they were making more Star Wars movies and stuff. I thought they maybe already had a director chosen or at least had one in mind or something like that. And so I thought they were maybe just waiting a while to release the details and make it, you know, make the official announcement of who it was going to be. But I didn't know it was going to take them this long to actually bring somebody on board. And obviously they didn't have J.J. Abrams on board back then because he put out reports saying that he's not going to do it. And I guess he maybe changed his mind or they had to talk him into it or something by now. So uh, when the Disney chairman said that they were going to make the announcement in January, maybe they had given Lucasfilm that deadline of like, you have to have a director by then so they can get started on the project or something like that. Yeah. I definitely think it was the case where like JJ Abrams said in that previous story where they first contacted him early on in the development stages of episode seven, he probably did turn it down, but maybe they were just dead set on wanting to get JJ Abrams to direct this movie that they were persistent with him until finally they were able to talk to him and uh, able to reach an agreement about directing it. So I wonder if it was something that was like fairly recent as far as like even early this year where they like had the first initial like agreements or whatever to get this done to like go back to talk to him to see if he wanted to direct because it seems like he was the one they wanted all along it seems like if they asked him in the early stages of it and then getting him to agree now yeah yeah and i think he's probably even somebody that a lot of fans have wanted to see all along yeah and um but yeah you're right i think it is a probably pretty recent development because 
I think even if I'm not mistaken in our last episode, uh, just from the beginning of this year, or maybe sometime close to the end of last year, we reported that he had denied that he was going to direct the new movies. Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess it's a pretty recent thing that he changed his mind and it's probably because Lucasfilm was persistent and really wanted him, but also because he's a really big star Wars fan and you know, he probably said no at first and then just thought about it and was like, how could I say no and turn down the chance to direct star Wars? So, you know, maybe I will do it. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up because we were on the last podcast where we were talking about how he's the like first director to kind of officially say he's out of the running and saying, yeah, they did ask me, but I'm not doing it. And now he ends yeah. up being the official director for episode seven. Yep. So um, I know we actually, even like maybe the first few podcasts we talked about, what J.J. Abel was kind of on the list of directors we would like to see. He kind of fits that uh, mold they were looking for, saying like the next generation of upcoming directors, even though he's proven himself already with successful movies, but he is still kind of that new generation of good filmmakers. So I guess now that it is official, what do you think of the the choice and are you officially like excited for it on board with the decision? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think he's a great choice to direct it. I was telling you last night when we were kind of texting back and forth about it and trying to figure out when we could get and record about this and, you know, let everybody know that I said, it kind of seemed anticlimactic <laughs> that they would go with him just because we're waiting on the big decision uh, and all these directors are saying that they're not going to do it. It's like JJ Abrams said no. And Guillermo del Toro said no. And, there are a lot of other big directors who I would have liked to see do it, but are busy with their other their own other projects like Peter Jackson and James Cameron and guys like that. And so the fact that they went with J.J. Abrams after all is, um, again, was kind of anticlimactic because I was kind of expecting like a big surprise decision and, you know, that they were going to pick somebody new or something like that. But at the same time, he's a great director that, you know, I love the choice. And even though he had already said no, and I had kind of ruled him out, it's like, if they're going to go back to that, I'm perfectly fine with it. And uh, I can't wait to see what he does with it. I think he did a great job with the new Star Trek movie and he's a huge Star Wars fan. He knows what he's doing. He's a good director. So I can't wait to see what he does with Star Wars. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I'm real happy with the decision. I mean, I wouldn't call myself uh someone who's seen all the J.J. Abrams movies, like I'm a big fan of all his movies and that's why I'm so excited about it. I mean, I saw Star Trek and I loved what he did with it. And I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan there is. I, I really like the original series. When I first heard about the reboot movie, I was kind of skeptical saying, I don't know how they're going to work this having these classic characters, but they're gonna, it's going to be a brand new cast. It's going to be like a rebooted universe. And he pulled it off wonderfully. I mean, the cast did great. He got great performances out of them. The story was great. It made it work with the original series. So he did a great job with that. But the thing that has me most excited that he is directing Star Wars is just, like you said, the passion that he has for the franchise and how big of a fan he is. I mean, when you read interviews, even for when he did Star Trek, how he said how he's a big Star Wars fan. And then in that uh, History Channel special, that was on, I think, 2007, The Legacy Revealed of Star Wars, he did some interviews for that. And he just, you could just see how much he loves the franchise and how it influenced him as a filmmaker. So I think more than anything, more than so than... Uh, the movies that he made, I just think it's a great decision just for the passion and love that he has for Star Wars. I just think he's going to do a great job with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, like I said, I think he's a great director and he's going to bring that passion and stuff to it. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of all his other movies either. I haven't seen all of them, but I just know he seems like a really capable guy and a guy who's either directed or produced a lot of really popular movies and TV shows. So it's just somebody who's been proven that they can make 
you know, good stuff in Hollywood and make good movies and stuff like that. And then, like you're saying, just that passion for Star Wars, too, that's going to help him make it not just a good movie, but it's going to feel like Star Wars and he's going to be able to connect with the fans and know how to really give it that Star Wars feel. Yeah, I really think that's the reason why Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy really wanted to get him because in those videos they put it on StarWars.com, that's one of the things she said she was looking for, just someone who just has that passion for Star Wars and gets the universe. That's who they're looking for. And I just think he's probably the best candidate for that out of all the directors that we've kind of heard about that's out there. He just fits that bill perfectly. So I just think that's the reason why they really persisted and wanted to get him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I remember thinking that even when I saw the Star Trek movie that he made for the first time back in 2009, um, just watching that and I was like, wow, if they ever do make any more Star Wars movies or do like a reboot or a sequel or anything like that, I hope it's something like this and they can get somebody like J.J. Abrams to direct it who can do this same kind of great job sort of injecting new life and a new style but some of that same classic feel at the same time into a classic franchise. Yeah, speaking of that Star Trek movie, have you ever spotted, because this is going around the movie came out, that there is an R2 that you could see floating around over the Enterprise in one of the shots? You know, I don't think I've ever <laughs> noticed it watching the yeah. actual movie, but I've seen it online. I've seen, like, the clip and the screenshots of it and stuff, because I heard about that, and instead of going and watching the whole movie and just looking for it, I just went online and was like, okay, where is that? Yeah, I remember reading that before I actually saw the movie. That's what I was looking for throughout all the space sequences. <laughs> Where's R2? <laughs> yeah, I think I heard about that after I saw the movie. And even when uh, Star Trek Into the Darkness comes out this year, it's just going to be cool knowing that I'm sure there's going to be a lot of great sequences in that movie. I mean, the trailer that they have so far it looks pretty cool. This one you're watching, I was going, and this guy's going to be directing Star Wars next. It's going to make you more excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I wonder if they're going to make the new Star Wars in 3D. You know what? I think they are. I think it's going to be a no-brainer. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to depend on Disney and Lucasfilm, though, because I was reading just recently that J.J. Abrams wanted to direct this second Star Trek movie, and Paramount told him, you can't do it unless you do it in 3D. And J.J. Abrams really didn't want to. So it kind of is going to depend on how much control Lucasfilm gives him over the project. And, you know, if he really says, no, I don't want to make it in 3D, maybe they won't make him do it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I mean, they've got the new Star Tours ride in 3D. They're re-releasing the prequels in 3D in theaters. And I don't know if they're going to still continue doing that with the original trilogy because that's going to kind of run into when they're releasing the new movies. But maybe they'll keep doing that, too. But yeah, it does seem like they're doing a little bit of a focus shift to the new 3D thing. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if they do the new movies in 3D. But I guess we'll kind of see how that goes. Yeah, what makes me think that they for sure will, just like what you said, how they're releasing all the original movies in 3D. And I just think it'll be like the perfect lead into Episode 7. And Disney's already released a bunch, pretty much almost all their movies in 3D, it seems like. So I just think that Episode 7 is going to be no different. Unless, like you said, Abram is like, adamant to not doing it in 3d and they kind of work something out where it's like okay this is your movie we'll let you do what you want or if he agreed to them saying okay if 3d is really what you want then i'll just go ahead and shoot it that way but if i had to place some money on that i think definitely it's going to be in 3d yeah just because i mean again it kind of seems like nowadays all the big special effects action blockbusters are done in 3d and like you said a lot of disney movies are done in 3d too so um, it's pro- you know there's probably a good chance of that, but I guess we'll see. I think it's going to be interesting too when he does all the 
press junkets and everything when Star Trek Into Darkness is about to come out. I mean, <laughs> Star Trek's probably going to be the last thing the, he's going to be asked about during all those. It's going to be nothing but Star Wars oh, questions. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, even if they might ask about Star Trek first just because he's there to talk about Star Trek. But you know Star Wars is going to come up a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder how, I wonder what Paramount's reactions to it about this is now because <laughs> they got this big yeah. Star Trek movie coming out. But like we said, Star Wars is probably going to be the focus when he's doing all the press junkets for it. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I just read an article on uh, IGN.com earlier today. It was either today or last night, and they were talking about, you know, what's going to happen to J.J. Abrams in the Star Trek franchise now that he's doing Star Wars. And there was some quote from some big wig, you know, some big wig at Paramount talking about uh, how they're still going to try to have him involved, like as a producer, or he's going to be involved somehow in the next Star Trek sequels. And but they the guys at IGN were basically saying it kind of sounded like damage control, yeah. um, just so that they're not worrying people like, oh yeah, we just lost our best director to Lucasfilm. Like we're gonna still try to get him involved in Star Trek somehow. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're definitely probably gonna make a, a third movie of this one successful, but I'm sure they they can't be too happy that they lost them to like it's a competitor Lucasfilm and Disney now. Yeah. And, you know, even though he's done the first two Star Trek movies, I mean, the first one I like, the second one I'm looking forward to. I'm not one of those Star Wars fans that, like, hate Star Trek on principle just because I like Star Wars and not Star Trek. But I do kind of hope that once he starts doing Star Wars that he'll let somebody else take over Star Trek just because I think those franchises should have – they should be separate enough that both movies aren't being directed by the same guy. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with J.J. Abrams directing Star Wars right after Star Trek, but if he's going back and forth and you know directing movies in the same franchise at the same time, I think that's just going to bring those two a little bit too close together. Yeah, at the same time too, like Paramount shouldn't be oh we lost Abrams, so we're not going to be doing any more Star Trek films. We'll just start over again because they already built, like I said, like a great cast to take over those classic characters. It'd be I think a waste just to use them only for two movies just because they lost their director. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think they should still make more Star Trek movies after this, continuing on from the reboot that Abrams did. I just don't think he should keep directing those sequels and be directing the Star Wars sequels at the same time, especially if he's going to direct the next one or two after Episode 7, you know, if he's going to keep being involved with it. If he's just going to do Episode 7 and it's going to be a one-time thing, then maybe he could go back to Star Trek after that. But... Um, especially if he does a really good job with Star Wars, as I'm sure we're all hoping he does, I'd like to see him involved with the future of the franchise as well. Yeah, maybe he'll be the director to unite Star Wars fans and Star Trek fans who don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But at the same time, like I said, I don't have a problem with those two kind of being similar and having some connections with you know Abrams involved in both, but for him to be directing both at the same time, I think that would maybe just bring them a little bit too close. And I'm not saying there has to be like a rivalry between Star Wars and Star Trek fans or something. I'm saying they're two separate sci-fi franchise franchises and I don't think they should be too closely related. I think they should, you know, have their own differences and their own styles and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think they already do with that. I mean, it's pretty besides the fact that they're in space and they're in spaceships, there's really not too much similarities between them. I mean, the characters are all different. The, the main story behind each uh, franchise is different. The aliens are all different. So besides the fact that they're both in space, you really can't compare too much with both franchises. So, yeah, yeah. they can work together fine having, like, several movies out at the same time. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I don't think they're too similar right now. I just think it might make it seem like they're a little bit too similar mm-hmm. if Abrams is directing both at the same time. But if they, like I said, if they keep going with the reboots that he's done and have somebody else take over and direct more of them, you know, I think that could still be great too. Yeah, I mean, for like maybe the casual movie going audience, if it maybe like be confusing, like which is which? J.J. Abrams didn't he already do Star Wars, but it was actually Star Trek and vice versa. Yeah. And I hope people wouldn't get those confused, yeah. but we'll see. Uh, there's definitely Star are. Trek, no lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. But um, one thing about this press release that was kind of interesting, but I was wondering too, once we got the official announcement, if it would be saying J.J. Abrams is directing all three of the new movies, 7, 8, and 9, but it's just specifically said episode 7, so 8 and 9 are still up in the air as far as they're going to have different directors or not. Right. Well, I don't think they're going to worry about that right now. Um, I think they're just going to get episode seven out. And if Abrams does a good job with it, if he likes working with Lucasfilm, then maybe he'll they'll bring him back for episode eight and nine or they might have somebody else do it or, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But another big thing about this press release that hasn't gotten too much attention so far yet, but it was it was officially mentioned that um, Lawrence Kasdan is going to be uh, as a consultant on the project. I mean, there was that yeah. rumors before that. He might be working on a script for episode eight or nine or one of the other sequels, but now it's officially confirmed that he's just going to be a consultant for this movie, which I think is really cool that he's yeah, going to be Lawrence involved Kasdan, with Star Wars again. Yeah, Lawrence Kasdan, and who's the other guy? Uh, Simon Kinberg. Again? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're both uh, Hollywood writers, and it had been reported before that they were working on Star Wars in some capacity. And like you said, it was kind of assumed that they were either writing episodes eight and nine, or that they were writing spinoff movies or something like that. But, yeah, they're just going to be, like, creative consultants on the project and, I guess, working with Michael Arndt, who's the official screenwriter, just to come up with the story and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, Kaz is going to be doing Empire, Jedi, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, like, like I said, it's going to be great having him back in the Star Wars world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then was there anything else in there in the press release, any other news um, that we hadn't heard before? Not so much news, just really... Uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of uh, producing credits on there, it seems, because uh, uh, Abrams' uh, producing partner, Brian Burke, and then his company, Bad Robot, they are going to be as producers for the Star Wars film. So oh, right. It looks like when before we get the opening crawl, there's going to be a lot of it's like studio <laughs> logos on there before <laughs> we get to it. Yeah, Disney, Lucasfilm, Bad Robot. Yeah. <laughs> and just probably no 20th Century Fox, though. <laughs> nope. Which means we won't have the 20th Century Fox opening music either. I know, which is going to seem weird. Probably have to get used to it. Yeah. I mean, I still sometimes get weirded out when I watch a movie and I hear the 20th Century Fox movie music. And then I see the 20th Century Fox logo and it's not followed by a long time ago in a galaxy far, yeah. far away. <laughs> Uh, you just get to see that little bit of excitement when I'm watching Star Wars, but then you, yeah. you know, I paid for to see another movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was also some like quotes from like Ben Bird, Matthew Matthew Wood, and then Dennis Murin saying how like J.J. Abrams is a great choice to direct it. Then helped. I think Dennis Murin is one who actually compared him. Like he reminds me of George Lucas when he was first making Star Wars. So he's began a lot of comparisons to like a, the younger George Lucas from a lot of the old guys at Lucasfilm, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then there was a short quote from George Lucas about the announcement where he says, I've consistently been impressed with J.J. as a filmmaker and storyteller. He's an ideal choice to direct a new Star Wars film and the legacy couldn't be in better hands. It was a short quote, but 
it was cool that he actually said something about it. I know he's in the past he said how he's a big fan of J.J. Abrams. I mean, even I think when Lost uh, wrapped up a few years ago, Lucas actually sent them like a congratulations letter saying how much uh, he enjoyed it. And I forget exactly what he said, but kind of something to the effect where like they're going to know what he goes through as far as like fans and nitpicking everything, how it concluded and all that, kind of making a joke that way. So, so Lucas definitely has been a fan of Abrams for a while now. So I'm sure he's happy with the choice. I don't know how much yeah. involvement he had as far as like wanting to get J.J. Abrams to direct if he had that much involvement at all. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, it definitely seems like a good match. And obviously, like we said, J.J. Abrams is a huge Star Wars fan and has a lot of respect for George Lucas. And it seems like everybody at Lucasfilm has a lot of respect for Abrams as a director. So I think it's going to be a good relationship and they're going to make a good movie, hopefully. Yeah, he even had a good quote in the press release, J.J. Uh, Abrams, where he said, I may be even more grateful to George Lucas now than I was as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just imagine that being a fan as a kid and then getting the chance to direct a Star Wars movie. I mean, this must seem surreal to you. I can't even imagine what that feels like. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, as a film student myself and someone who wants to make my own films and stuff like that, I mean, if Lucasfilm came to me and said, hey, we want you to direct the next you know, big live-action feature-length Star Wars movie, I think I'd probably pass out. Yeah. <laughs> and then wake up and be like, sorry, could you say that again? And then I'd pass out again. Yeah. <laughs> He passed out so much that they'd have to move on to another director. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, no, no, wait, I'm awake. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Um, so do we have any other news to talk about? I mean, since our last podcast, there was rumors about <laughs> more directors saying how they uh, were asked to do it, but they had to turn it down. I think uh, Guillermo del Toro was one. He said he originally got a call from them, but he has like a million projects that he's always working on that don't seem to get the see the light of day, it seems like. Yeah, that, that's another huge announcement we have to make on this podcast. Guillermo del Toro is not directing episode seven. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Just to clear that up. Then there was that rumor a few weeks ago about Zack Snyder not directing seven, eight, or nine, but possibly doing one of the spinoff movies set after seven, eight, nine. How it was going to be somewhere or set up to be like the story of the Seven Samurai. But then that uh, quickly got debunked by Zack Snyder saying how he's not involved with it. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing with that is I think that sort of played into the whole J.J. Abrams thing when that was announced and there was no official confirmation from Lucasfilm. I think a lot of people were still thinking about the Zack Snyder thing. And we're like, okay, well, this is the second time that we've had it reported that we've got a Star Wars director, and it seems like they're pretty sure about it. And then with the Zack Snyder thing, it ended up being false. So I think that's why a lot of people were skeptical initially about the J.J. Abrams report. But at the same time, at least for me, I don't know if you thought about this, but the fact that J.J. Abrams said specifically that he was not going to direct Episode Seven, and then they come out and make the big announcement that he is going to be directing it, I'm like, well, maybe there's still hope for the Zack Snyder thing, too. You know, he said that he's not doing whatever spinoff movie they thought he was doing, but maybe he'll end up doing that eventually anyways. It's like if there was hope for J.J. Abrams, maybe there's hope for him. Yeah, that's a good point because, really, you can't trust anyone when they say <laughs> anything about not being involved with Star Wars anymore with J.J. Abrams. Yeah, it's but, like the lore of directing Star Wars yeah. is too strong for anybody to resist. The thing with Zack Snyder's situation, though, I just think it's kind of strange to be talking about like one of the spinoff movies so soon 
once episode seven hasn't even come out yet, hasn't even started shooting yet or anything, not to mention eight and nine. So why would they be kind of talking about the spinoff movies already? If I think they'd want to probably focus on the new trilogy first and then get started on whatever other side movies they're going to do in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and uh, with this whole samurai Jedi idea thing, I don't even know if that's you know something they would actually do. That's not something that I was like super excited about, but I was like, yeah, that could be cool, and I'm open to the idea of them doing spinoff movies like that. But like you said, it does seem to make sense. Like they would definitely focus on Episode Seven and maybe the rest of the trilogy first before they start going off in other directions. Yeah, plus we already got. Uh, George Lucas' tribute to the Seven Samurai in that Clone Wars episode, uh, Bounty right. Hunters from Season 2. Right, yeah. So, this is kind of makes me think, why would they kind of retread something like that again? I know, of course, the movie's different, but they already did a story like that, so it would just make more sense to do something different for the big screen movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it could still maybe work as you know a feature-length story focusing completely on Jedi rather than you know a half-hour cartoon show where you've got Jedi and Bounty Hunters working together. Yeah. So I don't think it would be exactly like the TV show. It wouldn't feel like they were just retreading the same ground. They could probably do something original with it. But I don't know. Like you said, I don't think now's the time to be worrying about spinoffs and stuff too much. It's like, I'm just glad we finally have a director for episode seven. And I want to see what he does with that. Yeah. Another thing, when the Zack Snyder story broke, I was just really surprised as far as like once the original stories hit on them, then every other site was kind of reporting it as facts saying, Zack Snyder will be doing a Star Wars spinoff. What does this mean for his involvement with, with the Superman series now? Like, everyone just reported it as fact that this is officially a done deal. And that's kind of why I know what the J.J. Abrams thing was kind of, okay, let's just give it a, a day or two or a few more hours to see if it gets debunked like the Zack Snyder story did. I'm just like, right. a lot of sites are just quickly to report thing as confirmation. Yeah. No, and... Um... Again, that's kind of why we were waiting on the whole J.J. Abrams thing. Like, when I first heard it, I thought, okay, this sounds pretty legit, probably more legit than the Zack Snyder thing, but we're still going to wait till we get official confirmation from Lucasfilm until we come on here and do our podcast about it and report it to everybody. And so now here we are. We've got our official confirmation. We've got our director, and let's go and see what happens with Star Wars Episode Seven. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. One thing I am sick of seeing, though, once this announcement got made, is all these jokes coming in about J.J. Uh, Abrams and uh, his lens flares thing. Everyone's posting these Star Wars pictures with, like, lens flares and glare on the on these <laughs> pictures. Like, I haven't seen so much of his movies. I really can't say much about that. But I, when watching Star Trek, I didn't notice it too much. But it's like, man, these jokes just keep popping up over and over. It's like, <laughs> you're really nitpicking with him already, and he hasn't even seen anything with what episode seven is going to be by him and everyone's already thinking making these jokes about it. it's like eh, okay that's enough <laughs> can't we just be excited that he is directing episode seven but already got to start nitpicking and making all these jokes about it yeah yeah i kind of feel the same way i mean i don't even think the whole lens flare thing is like an ongoing jj abrams joke i think it's just with the new star trek movies mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it kind of makes sense with that because he's trying to make it like this shiny, clean, you know, bright future kind of universe. And so it makes sense that you'd have these big, bright, shiny spaceships with bright lights shining everywhere and a bunch of lens flares and stuff. I think he's smart enough to know the stylistic differences between Star Wars and Star Trek. So yeah. I wouldn't count on being... You know, there being lens flares and lights shining at you everywhere inside, like the Millennium Falcon or a Star Destroyer or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> or even a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, I think especially because Star Wars already has its own sort of established, stylized look. And all those lens flares aren't really part of it. And with Star Trek, it was a reboot, so you can kind of take a little bit more liberty with it. Um, obviously, he's still going to bring his own style to Star Wars, but this, I think, kind of has a little bit more of a responsibility to fit in the vein of the earlier movies because it's a continuation of the yeah. story and not a reboot of it. Yeah, and I wonder how much involvement he's going to have with the script at all, if he had any, from what Mark Michael Arn was doing. If he's going to like go through a rewrite, maybe, of it, or add some of his own ideas to it, or if he's just going to kind of take it and direct what's there. I'm kind of yeah, hoping as a director I would think that he probably, does have some input it, into it, though. Yeah, I would think he'd probably at least have some input and uh, maybe give some of his ideas for it. It kind of depends maybe on how far along they already are in writing the script, too. Yeah. And if anything, like, if all these characters, new characters, or whoever's going to be in the script, how much of it is, like, actually, if it's all going to be George Lucas's creation, or, like, how much is it going to be Michael Arndt's or J.J. Abrams? Like, how much creativity, I wonder, if each person's going to bring to the new movie? Or if it's mainly to just bringing what George has written down onto the screen and not really adding their own, like, new characters or new things to add to the Star Wars saga. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know who's providing most of the ideas. Yeah. If they're just going from George's treatments or whatever. But, I mean, whatever it is, it's all going to be new to us. Yep. It's going to be new <laughs> stories in a new era of the Star Wars, universe, Star Wars timeline. So it's exciting to see. And I can't wait till we finally get to see the movie. The other thing people are saying with J.J. Abrams directing it now is with the new Star Trek movie that's coming out this year, he's been really secretive about it. And until just the past few months, people didn't even know like what the story was going to be about or there were no trailers or screenshots or you know leaked set yeah. photos or anything like that. Everyone's wondering who the villain is, too. That's been like a big mystery still. Yeah, and there were like new actors cast and people didn't know what characters they were playing or exactly how they fit into the story. And so everybody had a lot of big questions and there wasn't really a lot of information released until J.J. Abrams wanted it to be. So I'm sure he's probably going to take the same approach with Star Wars, which means for us doing this podcast, it might be a while before we have some like solid, you know, big juicy details about yeah. the movie to report. But as soon as we hear any, we'll let you guys know. And until then, maybe we'll just report on any rumors or speculations we hear about or things that we want to see about the movie or um, certainly, you know, once they start casting actors or if we hear anything about what the script's about or anything like that, we'll uh, let you guys know and we'll be here talking about it. Yeah, I think probably the next big thing is going to be casting, I would imagine. Maybe like during later in the year, summer or something, we'll get some casting announcements. Probably not what characters they're going to play, but just who's going to be in it. Well, right. Because if... They cast Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher or Harrison Ford or Billy D. Williams or Anthony Daniels or any of those guys. Obviously, we know what yeah. characters those are going to, what actor, what characters those actors are going to play. But you know, unless they maybe decide to throw us a curveball and it's like, hey, Mark Hamill's going to be Imperial General guy. But um, <laughs> you know, if they're bringing in new actors to play new characters, which I'm sure they will be um, for at least some of the characters it could be a while before we know exactly who they're going to play or how they're going to fit into the storyline. Yeah. If I remember right for episode one, when they first announced all the act, the main actors were going to be in it, only a few of them that actually said the character's name, like Anakin for Jake Lloyd and Ewan McGregor for Obi-Wan. But if I remember right from Liam Neeson, just like revealed that he was playing Jedi master and for uh, Natalie Portman, they just said playing a young queen. They really didn't give specifics on their characters right away. Kind of, had to wait a little bit so like who they were actually playing was announced. So 
probably going to think it's going to be the same thing with some new Episode 7 characters. Yeah, most likely. Especially because, like you were saying, they would announce, um, you know, Jake Lloyd playing Anakin or Ewan McGregor playing Obi-Wan because we already knew who those characters were. Yeah. And with the new movies, I don't think they're going to be any new characters playing or new actors playing older characters unless they decide to set it when, you know, Luke and Han and Leia are like in their 40s or 50s or something. And Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher are too old for it. And they have like a new actor playing Luke or something like that. But if I'm sure they're going to be a lot of new characters and probably a lot of new actors that we're not really going to know where they fit in at first. Yep. Which is all part of the fun thing when you find it out and you just think to yourself, well, who are they going to play? How are they going to fit in? What is this going to be like? Instead yeah. of actually revealing right away who it is and what their role is going to be like. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Especially if they pick some really good actors that we've seen before and some other stuff that we like. I mean, you're going to be like, oh, I like this actor and I hear that he's supposed to be playing a really cool Jedi or this smuggler that sounds interesting or something like that. And then you finally find out who the character actually is, and then you see the first pictures of them, and you see them in the trailer, and it's just going to be this building and building of the hype and excitement until you finally see the movie and see the whole thing come together, and it's just going to be great. Yeah, as far as you know, uh, for J.J. Abrams as a director, does, there, does he have like an actor that he usually works with like all the time on a movie? Kind of like, you know, like Christopher Nolan always has Michael Caine in all his movies. Is he a director that's like that, do you know? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to... Th- think i hadn't been thinking about it before until you just mentioned it but i don't think so yeah it seems um, like just because he's done pretty diverse cast in all his movies yeah because he's done so much diverse stuff and yeah. he's directed a lot of movies but he's also been like a producer or executive producer on a lot of movies and on a lot of tv shows as well so he's just kind of had his hands in everything and just done a lot of diverse stuff so i don't think he's really got like one or two actors that he likes to use repeatedly in his stuff just because he does so much different stuff and i bet you that's going to be a question too how we're talking about when star trek into darkness comes out he's going to be asked about star wars i'm sure the cast members for that film is going to be asked about too as jj abrams asked you about star wars are you interested in doing it at all i'm sure they're gonna have to fill all those questions as just as he would yeah well And again, that's one of the things that I was talking about, about the differences between Star Wars and Star Trek. I don't know that I'd want to be like, oh, hey, there's this cool new Star Wars character who's the same guy that plays Spock or something. Uh, Unless they do really good, like plays like an alien or somewhere, a character with a helmet like Boba Fett, (laughs) but you don't see that. (laughs) Yeah. Or you just have like Spock sitting in the back of a cantina scene as an Easter egg or something like <laughs> Kinda that. Kind of like the ETs in episode one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this week. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of news except for this big, huge announcement that we finally got a director. So we just wanted to get in here and talk about that. And uh, that's pretty much all we're focusing on this week. So Tim, did you uh, have anything else you wanted to add? That should be about it. It's just, Real exciting that we finally got this confirmation and just that we're getting closer and closer to episode seven. Just really excited to be a Star Wars fan. What's everything that's going on right now? Just really cool. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's an exciting time. So we've got JJ Abrams on board. We've got Michael Arndt writing. We've got Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm producing the thing. And it seems like a good team. And once we start getting announcements about actors and I don't know, maybe filming locations or something like that, we'll keep bringing the news to you guys and uh i guess in the meantime just 
keep looking out for news and keep getting excited about new Star Wars movies. As far as we know, it's still going to be 2015 that we're going to be getting Episode 7 and should be a lot of fun, uh, you know, anticipating up until then and then going to see it when it finally comes out. So, good times. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it for us for this week, and uh, we will see you guys next time. May the Force be with you. See you, everyone. Thank you.